All right, welcome to another edition of the Sailing Doodles podcast. This is episode number seven, Catamaran versus Monohull, What's Better? I'm Bobby. And I'm Laura. And uh, we'll take you through our little thoughts on this. I don't know, there's a, there's quite a bit of uh, back and forth. Some people are devout Monohull. Some people say Catamaran is the way to go. But we'll break it down on our experiences. Sounds good. And try to help you through it. So uh, we want to thank uh, Gulf Charters Thailand uh, and Island Spirits Catamaran. They are the kind of the... The guys that make this whole thing happen, it's their boat. We're taking it to them. So if you'd like to charter it in Thailand or check out one of their catamarans to buy, possibly, you can check that out. And also to you guys, the patrons, patreon.com slash sailingdoodles. Uh, you guys are the ones that, uh, you know, pledge a dollar or so a week, and, and that really helps us to keep going, and we wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. So thank you guys so much. Yeah, if it wasn't for everybody, we wouldn't be going anywhere. <laughs> I know, I know. So we thank you, guys. We really can't do it without you. And, of course, if you haven't checked out our YouTube, um, you can. It's Sailing Doodles. You can just Google Sailing Doodles, and we've got 67 episodes out right now. Yes. Amazing. So, all right, you ready? Ready. And there we go. Cheers. Cheers. And we'll kick this one off. So what's what, better? What's better? It, it depends on what you're doing, really. Uh, I don't think there's one specific Boat, there, there, there's no perfect boat, right? I mean, because there, there, there's good things about some boats and there's bad things about some boats. There's good things about catamarans. There's bad things about um, monoholes. And well, for me, in general, what I think the difference is, is a monohull can go much further and a catamaran kind of hangs out in a smaller place. Or? That's generally speaking what they're used for. You know, what we kind of get into this a little bit later on, but I mean, monoholes are generally more open ocean cruisers where catamarans are kind of coastal and regional. But... They're all good boats for whatever you want to do. Okay. But we'll okay. So there, just kind of as a disclaimer, these are our opinions. Uh, I'm sure that it's a very heated subject. Some people are, you know, are or devoted one <laughs> way or the other. Yeah, exactly. So this is just our opinions. So we'll start with like the size difference. Um, and it's kind of been my experience. So we've been sailing this 50 foot boat for three months. Three months, and then I was on, you know, a 37 foot monohull before that, and then I also got to sail of a Lagoon 440 for a couple months. So I had a little bit of experience, but going both ways there. In the last year and yeah, a half. Yeah. So a, a 40 foot cat, in my experience, has about the same living space as a 50 foot monohull. So I've, you you've sailed on some cats though too, right? Yeah, and I mean I loved catamarans, but mm-hmm. now this boat kind of has made me see. Yeah. The beauty of monohulls, so. Right. You can go either way with it. But, I mean, so the, the living space on the inside, it has, you know, a 50-foot monohull has the same, like, bedroom size and inside living area as a 40-foot cat. The, the salon and the galley is about the same size. The bedrooms are about the same size. The bathrooms are about the same size and all that. But. But, yeah, the cat has more deck space. And the trampoline on the front. <laughs> and the trampoline. I knew. Everybody I knew you, knows about that. I knew you'd be a big fan of the trampoline. Uh, <laughs> so, but I've asked for a trampoline on this boat, but mm-hmm. a different type. One you're actually are allowed to jump yeah, on. No, no, <laughs> that, I, that could end poorly, I believe. It's, you're jumping on the healing. trampoline on the bow, and then we hit a big wave, and it throws you. Know, it's like you know, bouncing on a trampoline. You ever do that when a kid? You bounce yeah, something on a trampoline, yeah. they go it's twice as high. Yeah, bounce. we would go on a wave, and it would bounce you, and you go flying off the boat. I can see it happening. So we're not going to do that. But uh, so, you know, a, a catamaran, they do have cockpits, but 
it depends on the on on the size and the manufacturer. Whereas that's usually kind of on the roof area, right? right? It's generally elevated and separate, and so it's really not that much fun for uh, whoever's captaining the boat or, or sailing the boat and has to be paying attention on watch. Because that's kind of the fun part about a monohull is the cockpit is where everybody hangs out. It is. And so all the know, action, the meals, yeah. so everything. If, so if somebody's on watch, you know, you got people to hang out with. Whereas if you're on watch on a cat. You know, and you got to be up on the in the cockpit and all that. You got to be sailing, then you're, you might be separated. From yeah, you're kind of up, up, tucked away from everyone. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, that's where everybody hangs out. Um, they, they, you know. But uh, a catamaran does have an additional outdoor area. Right. It does have the aft salon. Um, in my, we'll kind of get to that a little bit later too. But in my experience, people don't hang out there as much as you think because there's no airflow going through there. But we'll get into that. Yeah, I definitely. The last catamaran I was on, it was a pretty hot place to chill. Yeah. It was comfortable right like the sitting area the view everything but mm -hmm. there was no breeze but it was just yeah it was just hot so anyway so uh okay living on a cat versus monohole uh you know and a catamaran it depends on how yours is set up but generally i think there's more privacy on a catamaran i would say so as well you don't really share a wall right in between the aft cabins and yeah the forward cabins. So we have our parents here on this monohull right now. And it was funny. <laughs> this morning, your mom was saying she could hear the dog just scratching on the wall because there's like a very nails. thin wall between our cabins. Yeah, so yeah. you can hear any conversation or anything is happening. You can hear it clearly uh, in the next room on monohull. Whereas on a catamaran, hey, you're on different sides of the boat. You got two different holes separated by 10 feet. Yep. And uh, they're very private. Um, but again, you know, if you're sharing a hole with somebody, you've got two bedrooms on one side, but it's still kind of private because you got the space in between, the walkway in between. You could literally knock on a wall in this phone and just be like, oh, yeah. knock, knock. Yeah. Hey, what you doing over there? Yeah. You awake yet? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, ha it has been my experience. We touched on this just a bit earlier, but there's less airflow on a cat. Um, it, seem it seems like there's, there's only two windows in the main salon that open up. And sometimes they'll have some roof vents too, but really there's just not enough air that goes through there. And so you, maybe you have a little bit in the salon area uh, of air moving through there, but then you get out in the ass salon, you know, like you said, there's just no air moving through Even there. though you're outside, there isn't a, really a breeze. Yeah, I mean, you could be blowing 20 knots outside and you're not getting an air in the ass salon. It's just such a large shaded area yeah. and the front is so big, it just kind of blocks yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry if you hear our dog drinking in the background, Goose. That's Goose. That's Goose, so I apologize. Uh, we try to make these in one take without cutting so much, so <laughs> it kind of flows with our conversation a little better. So if you hear a dog drinking in the background, I do apologize. Good hydration, boy. Yeah, Good yeah. hydration. Although he He'll, he'll drink so much that he like see he's still drinking okay boy that's yeah, enough he will throw up in a minute if he keeps drinking goose goose thank you okay so there we go <laughs> but this monohull has tons of windows tons everywhere. of windows tons of airflow and it's just I mean we actually have to close uh, but I mean it was in last night we had to close the vents it just got cold you know yeah we have so much air moving through here and it's just kind of the way the shape just kind of like you know it's just every well, every it, window is out in the airflow it blew out the um, oh yeah this morning we were cooking and it blew out the propane trying to make some pancakes yeah. and all of a sudden we an alarm goes yeah. off sorry the yeah. so um you know so cats are generally more stable uh as far in general in most circumstances there are circumstances where they're less stable but in most circumstances they're less they're more stable so you know you're not healing as much we kind of get to we'll kind of get to that as much but uh, later but well that's why i always preferred a cat over a monohull because yeah. i felt like it was stable and it was a good boat to learn on yeah not dealing with all the healing or... well we'll kind of touch on it later but i mean there's a there's a tipping point where it goes less stable, but we okay. can get that. But, um, you know, and, and so like uh, the cat I sailed on didn't have a gimbaled stove and I was amazed that it didn't have a gimbaled stove. 
And 90% of the time, you didn't even need the gimbal stove because your boat was relatively flat. But we got in some rough weather one time, and it was throwing. I mean, you had to stand there on the stove and make sure it didn't go flying off. Oh, there he goes. He just, did you hear that? No, he was just faking it. <laughs> he's faking throwing up. He oh, Anyway, he's got, he has a drinking problem, I believe. A <laughs> water <laughs> drinking drink problem. Um, but the, kind of the cool part about living on a cat is the trampoline. The trampoline, yes. yes you don't we, see one of those in a monohull. Yeah, and so, you know, they're fun to sleep on. You know, if it's a nice night out, you put a blanket up there, sleep under the stars. It's really pretty. It's a good uh, place to cool off, too. Yeah. Sometimes you get nice, like, yeah. misty waves and yeah. everything. Under, yeah, underway, it can be really fun. I mean, you know, you get, if, as long as the swells aren't too big and it's nice and safe out there, it's kind of fun. You know, you just go up and down on it. It's really fun to ride on the trampoline. Ride on it. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Uh, and some people use it for uh, a dog potty. I've seen some people that have catamarans that they train their dog to use the bathroom on the on the on the trampoline, and so it really depends on some trampolines are have a finer mesh than others, mm-hmm. and so it also obviously depends on the size of your dog too. But you know they pee or poop and it goes right through the little trampoline yeah. stuff, and so you just maybe hose it down every now and again. Well, my first thought is when I run out there to go suntanning, what am I running out there to right, land? Right. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, hey, it, it, you gotta have, you gotta, you know, trade the good for the bad, I guess. So what? Yeah, you know, <laughs> so you get one one way or the other. But uh, cats are generally. This sounds weird, but cats are generally easier for dogs because um, there's less steps. Like we have yeah. four pretty steep, I guess five pretty steep steps uh, going go up the cockpit the, down, down into the salon. And they kind of, our dogs are fairly agile, but, you know, if they were to get older and all older. that. Older. Yeah. Yeah, because they're 100-pound dogs, so when they jump down, they take a big boom. Mm-hmm. And so we have, we've got pads yeah. down there for them, but yeah. still. But so on a cat, you know, there's less steps. There's maybe two or three steps down into um, each each hole, each pontoon, but they're they're not very steep, and dogs can do it pretty easy. And then, you know, everything on deck is all the same level. You don't have to step downs and up. I mean, you maybe go up the transom on each side a little bit, but those aren't very steep. It's pretty nice. Right. So, um, it's more like a house layout. Yeah. Yeah. It really you know, is. versus the stairs that we have in the monohull, yeah. you know, it's like a hybrid between a ladder and actual stairs, you know, yeah. they're narrow and they go, they're steep. Yeah. They're steep. So, so at anchor, um, is kind of, you know, there's, you know, most of the time people spend at anchor. And so that's kind of important to talk about which is better at anchor. And hands down, in my opinion, a cat is better at anchor. Um, it's more stable, it's more comfortable. Um, you're using about two thirds of the draft. So, you know, this boat is a 50 foot, uh, monohull and it has a six and a half foot draft for a 50 foot boat. That's actually not a very deep draft. And the cat I sailed on had a four, just over four foot draft. And so, you know, it's about two thirds the draft. So you can get into a lot more places than you could in a monohull. Well, I think of the view too, when you're inside a cat, you can still look out your windows and see like, you know, what you went there for why are you there anchoring? Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, you know, because we're, we're sitting down here in the salon of this 50-foot, and it's nice, but we can't really see anything outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas if you're in the salon of the catamaran, it's got, like, basically windows all the way around. All you see around, everywhere. Yeah. It's pretty nice. So, yeah, that is, that is something to consider there. Um, and it's easy to access um, via dinghy. Um, this one is fairly easy to access via dinghy, but um, you know each hull on a catamaran has its own transom, so you can go in and out, and it's really easy. And the water, and like you know, it's a good what foot between the water line and the first step on our on our boat. Mm-hmm. Whereas generally the catamarans go straight down to the water line. Like that right. first thing is it flush with the water. Well, another thing is when you pull the dinghy up, it's never in the way. Right. With us, our dinghy is just kind of always. In the way. Right. If we use our davits on this to pull the dinghy up on the back, which is why we actually don't use it quite very often. We either tow right. the dinghy or we'll put the dinghy on the foredeck, is because 
when we use the davits to pull the dinghy up, it blocks the access through the transom. So walking in and off makes it difficult. So, you know, that's just something to consider there. Whereas on a, uh, on a catamaran, the, the davits come up between the holes and the dinghy's out of the way. Right. And I mean, we could put the dinghy up in the back mm-hmm. and open up the side access, but then yeah. you need like this little ladder thing yeah. and it's not stable and the dock moves and maybe that's not the safest way to get on and off of it. Right, right. Yeah, and so let's see here. And um, you also swing less in a uh, in a uh, in a catamaran because okay, in a monohull you just have one point really, uh, you know, uh, where the anchor is connected. Whereas in a catamaran you got the two wide holes, so you hook a line from each hole down to the anchor line, and then so then it just kind of pivots on that rather than it doesn't swing as much. It's wide. It's not yeah. like a straight line. Yeah. So at a marina, it's not. There's not a whole lot of difference as far as living at a marina, but there is a difference in price. Price and slip size. Slip size, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's it, the, a catamaran costs anywhere from 1.5 to two times as much for the same footage. So if you're at, you know, if you're a 40 foot catamaran, they're going to charge you at least 60 feet, maybe 80 feet, depending on the marina. Probably it's because they're wider. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the... Square footage kind of thing. In in this slip that we're in right now, we have a boat just next to us. If we... And we have a 15-foot beam, right? So that cat... If we were in a cat, we'd have closer to a 25-foot beam, so they wouldn't be able to put another boat on the other side. So I guess the marina's theory is... Well, they gotta... gotta, You can have two boats, or you can have one fat catamaran. Yeah. yeah. And so a lot of places initially did try to charge twice um, because they're losing a slip, but they found that they weren't getting cat people to... To, to moor there or take slips there, so they dropped it in 1.5, but you still see a lot of places that it's 1.5 to two times. Um, I don't see footage. a lot of catamarans in here. No, there's not. Well, and they are. There are, but they're all in end ties, so that's the thing, is the catamarans are all in end ties, so, you know, they're taking up less slip slip space. True. And it's just... Because no, not another sailboat could have been on that side. Right, right, right. So, um, and one thing to consider, though, at a marina is where a cat does have an advantage is it's more maneuverable. Because you have two engines and they're pretty far apart. So like we just anchored, we just came in to slip today, yep. like not maybe less than an hour ago, and we had to kind of come around and maneuver. We had I had to do a 180 in the channel to come back so that I could back up, back up with the with the prop walk the correct way because we don't have the bow thruster on this, and so it was quite a maneuver doing that each time turning oh, around. It's a 50 foot long boat. Yeah. And so the, then and, uh, it's about maybe 55 feet wide. Yeah, it's 55 or 60 it's foot in the tight. channel. And so, you know, I'm sitting there forward and reverse all the time, backing it up. Whereas in a, in a catamaran, man, I just put the starboard engine forward, the the, the port engine's at aft, and, and the thing will just spin on a dime, you know? Yep. And so backing into a slip and all that's pretty easy. All right, now on to actually how the boats handle at sail. All right. There we go. That's, that's you know... Comfort at anchor and all that is probably most important for a lot of people, but a lot of people are more concerned about the sailing characteristics and all that. And they are very different between a catamaran and a monohull. Which is another reason why I always preferred catamaran. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's been pluses and minuses to it. Yes. So cats are, you know, for coastal cruising and island cruising, catamarans are the way to go, um, in my opinion, because they have a, a less draft, they're more maneuverable, and they're much faster. Like, uh, okay, this boat here, it's 50-foot monohull, and, you know, getting nine knots out of it, we're pretty happy with that. Whereas doing eight and a half to nine knots on that 44-foot cat, I mean, I was like, oh, man, we're only doing eight and a half knots, you know? Really? Yeah. That half knot? Yeah, do. well, I mean, you know, but, I mean, we could be doing nine to ten knots in that boat, no problem, you know? And so it's just, just... Places to go. Beaches place, to see. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Beaches to see, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and so, but open, for open water and long passages, you know, monoholes are generally safer. 
Um, you know, because if you get knocked down, knocked down by either a wave or a strong gust of wind in a model hole, the way it's designed is, is it'll come back up. And same if you like turn turtle, you know, you go all the way over. It should, in theory, turn turtle, turn, capsize, capsize. Yeah, it should come back up. Whereas a catamaran uh, will not. If it goes over, it's not coming back up. Yeah, being down the Caribbean after all these hurricanes, yeah. all those cats once they were turned over. They stayed there. Oh, yeah. Way. And so, I mean, it basically totals that boat, even if they, even if they were on shore or you're close to land and all that. I mean. Oh, yeah. They sat. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, that's why those cats have emergency hatches. If you look in each bedroom in a cat, there's mm -hmm. like a little window looking down at the water. And people are like, oh, that's cool. We can see the fish. That's not what those are there for. They're actually emergency hatches. If that boat flips up upside down and you're in one of those cabins, you can't get out except through that emergency hatch. Wow. Yeah. So that's something to consider. But the difference. That's so scary. Well, yeah, but that's what they're designed. That's how they're designed to do. It's good to know. Yeah. But uh, also, you, we have to take consideration, though, it takes a lot more wind to flip a catamaran than it would a monohull. Because they're fat and stable. Yeah, fat yeah. and stable. But if once you start going over, there's no coming back. Whereas, you know, a monohull, if you start going over, you might be able to save it from going over. Just release the sail and all that. On a cat, maybe you could do that. But if it got too, up too far, you're not going to bring it You might need some skill. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, like we were just saying there, a monohull handles rough weather better. Um, and we've been in some rough weather with nah, this one. Yeah, it's rough. We haven't I like been how in you like... say it's medium. Like, I feel like that was uh, the max for me. <laughs> well, just wait. Just wait. That wasn't too bad. <laughs> oh, my bad. God. No. Well, I need to weigh more then, so uh, I'm not flying around okay. as much or something. Uh, yeah, okay. Sure. Uh, but so a monohull is better beating into the wind and dead downwind. Um, just it's a design feature, you know. Um the amount of hole kind of points into the wind better. It holds its it holds its line into the wind. And sailing downwind, the reason why a cat is not as fast or as as easy to sail downwind is because your monohull has aft stays, right? So there's a line, there's a cable from the top of the mast all the way to the back of the boat, the stern of the boat. And that holds the mast in place. Well, on a, on a catamaran, you don't have one of those because basically it's just a design feature that, that you have the side stays that come back further. And so you can't open up the main sail as much as you can on a monohull. So sailing dead downwind is harder unless you have a spinnaker and you fly a spinnaker. Um, and then a catamaran is the same downwind as it would be a monohull. We have a spinnaker. We do have a spinnaker. It's an asymmetrical. We've only flown it once, but we'll probably be flying it a lot when we cross the Pacific. So. Yay, it's so pretty. Mm -hmm. I want to see it up more. But And then, of course, uh, you know, we talked about a catamaran is faster, though. Uh, it's good. It has to do with... You know, uh, water displacement and hull speed and all that stuff. And two engines, not one. Two engines, yeah. So if you're motoring, you're faster too. Um, although, you know, if you have a good if you have a good enough horse, I mean, we have at 90 horsepower in this thing, and you know, we can motor eight knots, no problem, only doing 2,000 RPM. But but you know, a catamaran is not even though it's faster at sail, unless you put some big old horsepower engines on it, it's not going to be that much faster. But one thing you have to consider that half knot. Yeah, hey, it could that be. Half but knot. a half knot, if you over like two two days, makes hours and hours of difference it does or 18 to 20 or, days something yeah or 18 across. to 20 absolutely it <laughs> yeah. will um but one thing you consider a lot of people don't like on a catamaran when you're sailing is the water slaps so what happens is you come over a wave especially when you're going into the waves right so the wave comes up and and, and, and on a monohull you go up over the wave you dive into the wave and your hull kind of splits the wave well, the same thing happens on a catamaran. Your hull splits the wave, but then the side that's going inside that toward the inside of the boat, it'll slap up and slap the bottom uh, of the boat, and it's like loud. Like your salon and all yeah, that. Yeah, and area. it's loud, and, and it can it can scare people occasionally. And I mean, did I, you break something? Yeah, oh, exactly. Man. Start throwing on life jackets. Yeah. I mean, so there's there's countless things you could talk about sailing and 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 to you know a debate back and forth on that, but. 
you know, those are kind of the highlights, I think. I mean, I guess another thing when I think about a monohull and a catamaran is, you know, especially if you're thinking about living on it and you were living in a house is, you know, that open space Mm -hmm. where you cook and you conjugate and all that, you know, um, they're just, I don't know, they're different. The catamaran, I just like it better. It's more open. Right. Well, we'll, we'll find out later on. We'll be on a catamaran for a long time, I think. So we'll see how it goes. Yay. And then hopefully I'm not like, I want the monitor. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Never happy. No, no. So, uh, and now areas of the world, like where you're going to be sailing this boat. Um, you know, in the USA, it's getting better and more and more set up for catamarans. But I think, you know, there's still by far more monoholes. Um I would say just going down the whole West Coast, mm-hmm. definitely a lot more monohulls. Than well, cats. absolutely. On the West Coast, there seems to be very fewer catamarans than on the East Coast. On the East Coast, like you get down into Florida and all that, there's a ton of catamarans. Uh, but there's not so many on the West Coast. I think it has to do with like slip availability because there's there's marinas so, and slips and that everywhere on the East Coast. Whereas on the West Coast, there's not that many spots on the way down. It'd be like 50 miles or more between marinas and places you can put a boat right it's just it's just because it's a steeper mountain range and all that and so it's harder to find areas where they can put marinas so i think that's probably a factor too is space Hmm. that's why you see less of them um and then and then of course in the caribbean and the bahamas in my opinion that's just made for cats i think so too i mean that's the only place i've ever been on a catamaran actually is out there yeah and you just get around it's great to vacation on Mm -hmm. and see a couple different islands yeah well, yeah. I mean, that, that thing is, it's never really open water sailing because you're never more than, I mean, there are some gaps where there's a couple hundred miles between islands, but. You can always see the next island. You can almost always see the next island, especially in the Bahamas. And the Bahamas are great about because it it's such a shallow area. Like my boat when we were in the Bahamas only had a six and a half foot draft and we were limited on where we could go. As really? where, Yeah. No, really. I mean. No, six feet? Six and a half. Yeah. They were limited on where we could go because you don't, it's not like, okay, we can go somewhere where there's seven feet. You want a little bit of a cushion. So we would only go on water that was like eight or eight and a half feet or deeper. Whereas if you're in a catamaran, you know, you can, you know, if you're only drawing four feet, you can go into six foot water, you know? And so it makes mm. a big difference on where you can go. And the Bahamas are like that a lot. Um, and part of the thing about the Caribbean and the Bahamas is that most people don't stay in marinas very often. They're either on a mooring or on an anchor. Mooring or anchor, I would agree. And, totally. and so you don't pay extra for that, you know what I mean? Whereas you would pay extra for a slip. Right. And I mean, in the Caribbean, you just kind of want to explore. Exactly. And there's so many different tiny islands mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you think of the Bahamas as just a couple islands. I mean, I think they're technically, what, like a couple hundred? Oh, yeah. There's like two so, or three hundred. I think it was close to 300 islands in the Bahamas. Yeah. And the and Exumas. No realizes that. Absolutely. Okay. If you're, like, like I always say, one of the best, we'll probably do a podcast on this, like our favorite cruising areas maybe down the road, yeah. but, uh, but like the Bahamas the Bahama- and the Exumas are my favorite. Yeah. It's just kind of cool because then you have your own private island. Yeah. Oh, anywhere you go, you can find that. So it's really nice. And then uh, the Mediterranean, I, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with the Mediterranean. Not yet. Not yet. We will be hopefully. Uh, I don't think there's a whole lot of cats. Just I think it's the same situation as maybe the West Coast. Is just there's limited areas to keep them, mm-hmm. and you know it's already expensive in Europe. Aren't a lot of sailboats built over there? Yeah, That's I think. What I imagine. Yeah, there's there's quite a few. Uh, actually, I think most catamarans are actually built in France, but they export most of them. They, they send them to the Caribbean and the United States. Um, that's just who's buying the boats right now. They are getting more popular over there, but then you have you know, the Mediterranean-style moorings and all that, and I don't know how that works with a cat, uh, and then you know who knows. Asia, I don't really know much yet. Asia, to be continued. To be continued. We will be there shortly, hopefully. We will know that six months yeah. from now. Mm-hmm. Let you know all about it. <laughs> all right, so on to the cost comparison of cats versus monohull. Um, 
cats are more expensive to buy. Oh, yeah. I mean, almost double. Yeah, it's I, like buying a house. Yeah. I, I was just looking. I just got an email today from Moorings. I don't even know why I looked at it. I don't know why I looked at their stuff. But they were selling 38-foot. I, I forget who they're. I think they're Janos, But they call them the Moorings, Moorings 38. Um, I think I can't remember who builds them. Um, but uh, they were only selling – they were selling those like brand new. For their share, you know, is like two hundred and thirty or two hundred and forty thousand dollars. Whereas a catamaran, you're not getting into a cat under under four hundred thousand. You know, yeah. it's more like five hundred thousand for like a forty foot cat. Yeah, um, most definitely. And then your maintenance costs on a cat are a lot more because you have two engines, two transmissions, two everything, and you have to think think about that. I mean, those engines are ten ten or ten thousand a pop for like a Yanmar. 40, you know. But as your oil changes? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. you got to keep up the maintenance. <laughs> on. Well, that's the thing is I just did the oil change here. I would have had to do two of those on the catamaran. And mm. then, you know, it's just time and or money. Or you can teach me. I can teach you. do one. There you go. All right. We'll do that on the next cat. We'll do, <laughs> on the, when we get the cat, we'll do simultaneous oil changes and we'll race to see who gets it done faster. No. No? Well, you can finish up so you can bring me a beer. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, and then, of course, you know, cats, we touched on this earlier, cats cost more to keep in a marina. Um, and so that's a cost you have to think of. Um, you can find a lot of really good monoholes for under a hundred thousand dollars used ones. Obviously. Oh heck yeah! I've been looking at yeah. buying a boat for seven, eight years yeah. or whatever so just get... to see. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to fix anything, mm -hmm. so obviously I have to buy a more expensive boat. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted a cat, and I'm like, well, it's, this is just kind of impossible. Oh, yeah. To get what I want. Absolutely. For what I could budget and hopefully not find myself in a situation. Right. <laughs> but monohauls. Under 100000 no way problem. Way more reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas you can't even, a good cat, a used cat, I mean, starts at 200000 Yes. I mean, that, that uh, the 440 that we bought, uh, that the, the guy bought, he paid two twenty five for it. It needed probably $50,000 worth of work. I mean, it really did. It needed a lot of work. And so, you know, I mean, he would like have been buying in buying a foreclosure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. That's basically what it was. Got to flip it. Um, and there's not many cats available right now because the just, you know, most of the charter fleet down in the Caribbean, it's something like 70% of the worldwide charter fleet is in the Caribbean. And of that, 70% of the boats were destroyed by the hurricanes. Oh, yeah. I saw them all. Yeah. I mean, I was down there when they all happened. It, it was just crazy because, I mean, I saw it all because I had news down there that mm -hmm. showed me Caribbean news and I also had all my Caribbean friends on Facebook and stuff and just see all their personal videos of mm -hmm. all the surrounding islands it was unbelievable everything was upside down yeah well I mean like there was a picture that went viral of uh, the moorings fleet down in Tortola there was probably 150 catamarans all moored up they were put them in a hurricane hole and then they showed the before and after picture 150 boats all in a row, 150 boats all piled up on top of each other and sunk. Yeah. And so all the cat, all those cats were destroyed. And so... And how long does it take a cat to be built? Uh, you know, six months sometimes. I mean, like Island Spirit told me it takes them... by From the time you order it to the time it rolls out is about six months. Um, and, and how many can they build at a time, do you think? Uh, well, they, they were doing like eight... Eight a year. So, yeah. But I, mean, but I mean, you know, they want to increase that to like 12 or 15. But I mean, the big guys rolled out a lot faster than that, you know. But the thing is, is that, okay, all those boats were destroyed. And so all the big charter operators need to replace that fleet. So they go to Leopard or to, mm -hmm. or to Lagoon and say, and buy I, in bulk. I, yeah, I need, okay, if you want us to buy your catamarans ever again, ever again, you, we were skipping to the front of the line. We're buying everything you got right now. So right. If, you, if you thought you were getting one delivered in, in February for your own private thing, you're not getting it delivered till next year. And so it's just availability. Um, well, yeah, there's a lot of boats to be replaced. Mm -hmm. So that that's the big question now is what would I buy? 
What would I buy? What Neither. <laughs> well, a pirate ship. A pirate ship. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That'd be a little hard to sail, but we'll see how it goes. But, but um, no, I, I, it really depends on what you're using it for. Uh, if you're going to be an ocean-crossing world cruiser, I would go with a big monohull, 50 feet or so. Um, you can do it in 45 feet I or so. Love this boat. Yeah. Fifty feet. I love this boat. It's yeah. great. Well, especially if this was like a brand new. This this boat's twenty years old. If this was a brand new fifty foot monohull, there'd be a lot more space in here because the the ceiling would be higher, the aft cabins would be bigger, everything would be bigger. It's beamier. Um, it's just a modern design. Well, you learn mm -hmm. every year. I guess they just learn how to. Make yeah, they it make more them a efficient. little bit better. Yeah. But for local cruising of the USA or the Caribbean and all that, I mean, catamaran's the way to go. Even even the Med or something like that. Um, yeah. I would go with cat. Um, if cost and price are an issue, then go with monohull. Yeah. You know, they're cheaper to maintain, cheaper to store, cheaper to buy. And so, you know, uh, that's just, it's, it really depends. You, you have to tailor the boat that you're buying for what you need and what you can afford. Yep. Don't forget about those repairs. Yeah. They add you always have some money in the bank for those repairs. Yeah. So I, I guess, guys, hopefully uh, this was informative on, on, on the purchase decision there. If you're looking at a monohull or a catamaran and, and that helps you guide your decision. Like I said, this is just our opinion. People have different opinions on that. Right. Everybody sailed somewhere different. So. And so if you would, you, you would go with the cat probably. Um, I always wanted a cat because I thought I would be the only one running it. <laughs> okay. Now I got you. So uh, I don't well, so we're, I guess we'll... But I am looking forward yeah. to doing this whole trip in a monohull and then having the mm -hmm. catamaran next to yeah. completely compare, so... Well, I guess we'll find out. I mean, on the next, uh, you know, for, for 10 months, we're sailing this monohull all the way to Thailand, and then uh, we'll take a couple months off, and we should be picking up another cat from yeah. Island Spirit at in Thailand and taking that to Belize. Another delivery. And so uh, we'll see how that works out, which one we like better. Yeah, we'll have to repeat this podcast yeah. then. Yeah, and so we'll, we'll find out. But uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Um, please rate and review in whatever medium. If you're doing it on iTunes, it really helps us to get new uh, subscribers and viewers. And please check out our YouTube channel, Sailing Doodles. And it's you guys that make this possible from Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash sailingdoodles, or you can just go to sailingdoodles.com. And, of course, we want to thank Island Spirit Catamaran and Gulf Charters Thailand. Yep, yep. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be on this journey right now. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for listening, guys. And we'll see you on Episode 8. We honestly don't know what it's going to be yet. but we'll bring... So leave us a comment yeah. and give us some topics. And you guys have been really helpful on uh, on leaving on, on, on uh, with that, giving us ideas for different podcasts. So. Yeah. Well, All the feedback. All right. Cheers, guys. All right. Cheers.